Hello, family and friends. I'm here with day five with Pastor Alan Bailey, and it's been an incredible blessing having Pastor on and just uh, so much wisdom in his ministry. And so thankful, Pastor, for you for being here with me today. Thank you. I'm, I'm appreciative. And well, today we're going to talk a little bit about sonship, and I'm excited to hear, Pastor. I know we can't get into too much detail, but uh, skim yeah, the highlights. The cliff notes. Yeah. The cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'll just start off with this scripture, Romans 8 and 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 15 says, you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. For the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And this is where I love it. This is where I love it. It gets so deep. And if the children then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, which means if Christ, if Jesus walked in it, we should be walking in it. Mm-hmm. So the maturity of our faith is sonship. That's what that means. And so there is a difference. So we get caught up in service, got to serve the church. Gotta, and we should, we should serve. Don't get me wrong. But when you're so caught up in being a servant, you miss that you get to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm my next I'm writing a devotional now that deals with these concepts and it's things like a servant maintains what a son gets to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So if you have a servant that cleans the house and mops the floors and puts everything, yeah. but yet that son, he gets to, he gets to enjoy all those things. He gets yeah. to come into a clean house. A servant, you know, a servant has to build what a son gets to live in. Doesn't make anyone better than the other. Yeah. It's just a different level. A servant, a servant lives in a in an area, but a son sets the atmosphere. I remember uh, with having ten kids. Of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, every child, every single one of our kids brought a, a different atmosphere when they came into the room. Yeah, and that's when I started noticing this. That's when I started recognizing. Not only do they have their own personalities, they have an, their own air about them. And as Christians, we have that. There is something about us in the anointing that's on our life that God wants us to walk in. And what happens, we get so caught up in the religious side of it that it's it's rules and regulations and 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 all of these these precepts and concepts that we miss the relationship side of it. Mm. And that's what sonship is. Sonship is recognizing not only am I saved. Not only is Jesus in my heart and I'm going to heaven and I get to go to church and I get to hear the gospel and I get to learn and I get to give you know money and believe God for finances and I get yeah. to pray for people and watch them. I also get to be his son. Amen. Which means that, and this is, this is where, you know, I, I always love to slow down and really, really talk to people and get them to understand that when the, you know, in Romans 8, what we just read, the very first verse is, there is therefore now no condemnation. Mm-hmm. And we read that on, there's therefore now no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus. But the part that says to those which are in Christ Jesus was added. Mm -hmm. The original text is there, there's therefore now no condemnation. If I can get somebody, and this comes back to the recovery ministry. If I can get somebody to understand that nobody's condemning them, Mm -hmm. I can get them free. Yeah. Because if they understand that God's not mad at them, they'll, they'll learn to stop being mad at themselves. Yeah. And that is the first step to going past just being a child in your faith to growing into a son. Yeah. You know, because there's never been a moment that the Lord has ever spoken to me that he didn't open with that word. Yeah. Son, I want you to do this. 
Wow. Son, I want you to yeah. do. And that's him pulling me closer because he's trusting me with a task. Yes. And uh, I don't know if that makes sense yet, but yeah. that's that's that is it's such a deep subject, and it's the subject I probably have spent most of my my Christianity on. Yeah. Well, you know, Pastor, it reminds me of you know when we first get born again. I don't remember who taught me. I'm thankful that we all start out with our little baby diaper on, our yep. little binky, right? We don't know anything. Yep. And when the Holy Spirit told me to pour my alcohol down the drain, my first thought at the altar was, shouldn't I give it to one of my friends? Because I had a whole bunch of it, right? <laughs> yeah. But then as you get fall in love with the Lord and you start growing, then you realize, well, if I grow up, I can start helping people. If right. I'm in my diaper, I can't help anybody. Right. And that's a great blessing when you can start helping other people yeah. because you know you you see what how lives get changed and then that person and their family gets affected. It's 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 such a blessing. I've, I've left the jail so many times in tears thinking about why would yeah. God call me, you know, to do this, you know, and, and so many people coming forward and giving their life to Jesus. It's yeah. an incredible honor to do anything for God. Right. Yeah, it is. You know, and when we get, to, that's the issue we get to. I think that's what we lose in, in, especially in church. We get so caught up in church and activities and, and trying to walk this thing out that we miss that we get to be close to him. Yeah. That he made a choice. He made a choice to send his son here, so we get to be close to him again. Mm-hmm. I look at my children, and and um, you know they all have ten different personalities and ten different ways of doing things. And you have Gabriel, who is he laughs, is just just laughter throughout the house. And Caleb, who's would rather be in his room studying a book. Don't you know? Just but but it doesn't change their relationship with me. It doesn't mm-hmm. change how much I love them as as a son. Mm-hmm. And however, there are things Gabriel and Caleb could do at 16, 17, 18 years old that their little brother Zion at four and five, I wouldn't allow them to do. Mm-hmm. Those guys could go hunting. Zion, Zion's not getting a gun. Right. Those guys could drive. He's not getting the keys. Mm-hmm. And that's the key to it. It's, you know, people read this stuff and they think they have to attain this amazing level of faith. It's really not that. It's just growing up and knowing that you get to be close to him. Mm-hmm. And the closer, just like we talked about earlier with the book, uh, the closer you are to him, the more you realize you're changing and things that you didn't even realize you were struggling with begin to diminish mm-hmm. and fall off of your life. And I just think that's just cool, yeah. personally. And of course, you know, we're all blessed to be a blessing. And uh, I love the Bible, you know, it's like an onion too, right? That we, sure. we think we know something about it. And then we're like, man, I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> right. Right? There's yeah. so many more layers that, that yeah. are involved in that situation. So when, when we look at life, like when I was the drug addict and when I was the musician, so what people hear that story, what they don't understand is that I lost my father when I was 12. So I had this hole in me that I want that that music filled, mm-hmm. and and had I been in a place and, and around people who really ministered to me, I would have let Jesus fill that. But I didn't get that. I, I, I the only thing I needed to do was fill it with what I could do. Yeah. And and because I played music, that opened the door for the drug addiction. And and the problem is this: we we think that success is attaining something. And that's the one thing that I've learned. And if I've learned anything in my entire walk with Christ is that success is hearing him. If I hear him, just like that story you told me earlier about Chick-fil-A, if I can hear him and I can obey him, then I've succeeded. Has nothing to do with money. Has nothing to do with the type of car I drive. It has nothing to do with the size of my church. 
It has to do that when I lay my head down tonight, when when I had the opportunity to do something amazing for God, did I? Mm-hmm. And that to me, that's what sonship really is. Yeah. It's the ability to 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 be Jesus on this planet because that's really the call. Yeah, that's really the call. Is 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 if Jesus was here, how would He handle this? Yeah. And I've learned that God has never asked us to be in a situation that He didn't want that situation to be better. Amen. And if He sent us there, then He's empowered us to do it. Yeah. You know, Pastor, it's sad. So many people in the church, they don't even know that the Holy Spirit is trying to talk to them. Right. But we have promises throughout the Bible. Yeah. We're his sheep. We hear his voice. And without faith, it's impossible to please God in that area. That's right. And so, you know, just encourage the listeners out there today, maybe you've been taught wrong in that area. And we got we have to be like, I love that the um, the Fonz on the Happy Days episode <laughs> When he had to say that one time, he was wrong. Right. Right. right? And sometimes we just have to humble ourselves and realize that maybe we haven't been taught right in the area, but the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate with all of us. And he's talking to us, and now we tuned in, right? It's like a radio frequency. We have to tune ourselves in. Well, Pastor, we're running out of time today. If you would please pray for our listeners. Sure. Father, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord. Thank you that we get to be next to you. We get to hear your voice. We get to say what you say. We get to get your results. We get to live near you. Lord, I pray that as as this podcast goes out and and becomes available and helps people, Lord, I pray right now that their eyes are turned towards you. Lord, if they put their eyes on you, they can receive perfect peace. They can walk in it. And Lord, there are situations Somebody might be listening right now that's dealing with marital issues or even like me, an ex-drug addict and, and, and struggling with where they're at or currently using and they need help, God. Your heart is to deliver them. And I pray they turn towards you. I pray that perfect peace is at work. And I pray you put people in their life right now to love them where they are and to help them through it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Pastor. You can contact Pastor Bailey at gatheringchurch.life. And you can get access to his book there or on Amazon. Just uh, look for Unstuck and Pastor Alan Bailey. You can find it. It's a fabulous book. I'd really highly encourage you to do that. Well, folks, you can contact our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.